out There's something evolving Wherever may come The world keeps revolving They say the next big thing is here That the revolution's near But to me it seems quite clear That it's all just a little bit of history repeating Hello, this is Zara Tremlett and uh, I'm here at Gold Coast City Marina representing the Super Yacht Services Guide and I'm sat here this morning with Claire Ray Hello who uh, is a wonderful lady, very vibrant lady and she is the key organiser uh, along with a group of people Yeah, along with a group of people of the Super Yacht Rendezvous here in Australia Yes so Claire, if you'd just like to give us a little background about, you know, how, how did you end up at Gold Coast City? Oh, well that's a very long story. Um, I Clearly I'm an Australian, but I, I spent some time overseas. Uh, I grew up on boats in this area of the world. I did a degree, I thought I was going to have a very serious business uh, life. And then it became apparent that my, my um, time on board yachts or um, time on board family boats had a, a value in the in the market, in the labour market. And I started off doing some consultancy for this business, Gold Coast City Marina, 12 years ago. Oh wow, yes. As a, some of their marketing. And then I went to another shipyard here in Australia. And then I went to Singapore for seven years and I worked on the Singapore Yacht Show. And then I returned to Australia about two years ago um, with a small family. And by which stage the Australian Super Yacht Rendezvous had begun. And I guess it was a natural fit, given that I'd been involved in events in Asia, in this sort of, these kinds of events, that they said to me, would you be happy to come and work with us? Which I do do, part-time. I help them with both the okay. marina and the event. Okay, because of course I've met Claire some years ago when she was in Asia and working with the Singapore Yacht Show and the inaugural Thailand Yacht mm -hmm. Show. And uh, during that period you were pregnant and having babies and you're yeah. quite a superwoman. Yeah, so my statistics are that on my honeymoon I offered, uh, I, I accepted an offer for a job in Singapore and within six years I was married, moved country, ran five yacht shows and had three children. It was time <laughs> to come home and have a sleep. But yeah, so... I do love shows though, they're, they're an amazing kind of facility um, for our industry. It's very often the first time that somebody involved in yachting or boating gets the opportunity to get on board a vessel. Um, so they're super important um, and they're changing a lot. They're going away from those really big boat shows and yacht shows that we see in North America and Europe towards more intimate events like this one here where you know we have more face time with the people we encourage more people and new people into the industry and give them um, lots of different experiences on board yachts. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that's it's, it's been an excellent networking opportunity being here. We're meeting all sorts of people and incredibly friendly. Um, coming well, from Australians Asia. Love good, yeah. Australians love a good party. Like, <laughs> let's not avoid that. We love a good party. No, they sure do. And it was also refreshing at the round table discussion for the captains yesterday to hear people actually speaking their minds. 
Well, yes, again, possibly another trait of Australians. We're not backwards and coming forwards. However, <laughs> so the Roundtable, um, this is the third edition of the Australian Super Yacht Rendezvous, but the second edition of the Roundtable. So we started the Roundtable last year and it was born out of, a, I guess, a desire to give captains a voice. Australia has a increasingly strong fleet of yachts which, which call Australia home and charter from here. Um, we're actually considered the fourth largest yacht owning country in the world um, due to a, a Camp and Nicholson report put that out a couple of years ago but we don't we haven't traditionally kept them here and and now we are increasingly and so therefore we have a, um, a tribe of captains and there really wasn't anywhere that they could go um, within their very busy schedules to be able to mm. talk to the authorities, to talk to the industry, to call, talk to our industry bodies and say, well, here's what's really working well for us, here's what's not. Um, and so we decided to do that. And I guess last year and, and again this year, and I guess to make it different from everything else, it's not a conference, it's not presentations, yeah. it's this Q&A kind, of, um, kind of format, which calls upon the Australian desire to have a voice and, and <laughs> alas they do and it's it's you know people learn things and that's what but we hope for us coming from Asia where you talk around things yes. it's very refreshing to have people being able and this opportunity that you have given them to yeah. speak aloud to the authorities but were present yeah um, yeah who certainly took a bit of a hit in some cases <laughs> they did it admirably though I felt I, I think it's extraordinary I understand exactly what you mean you know there's such a, a, a political correctness or a politeness um, in parts of Asia and that's obviously not as vibrant here um, and it could be, you know, for those representatives of our various government departments, and we had a politician, you know, mm. he, they, they didn't have to come. We offered it to them and they chose to come. And I think they did very well at taking the feedback constructively and taking it on board. And I agree. As you heard from, from Reese of Settlement, he went through this process where he stood up last year and said, this is what's wrong. And he got a solution that was satisfactory for his vessel. Um, and he's super, super happy about and it. And he stood up happy. and was very grateful. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, industry yeah. development can be grassroots. It can be, it can be a whole bunch of captains and a whole bunch of industry sitting in a room facilitated by two fairly gumptious people saying, well, come on, what are we actually going to do? Yeah. But, I, you know, the Asian parable, this, this sort of politeness, there is, I, I find myself using some skills there for some polite manipulation. I shouldn't perhaps say that publicly. Um, well, you did very well, Claire, yesterday. You. You're very kind. You're very kind. Anyway, so then last night we had a great uh, industry event. Yes. A lot of fun was had there and the great to see the crew out and having a dance and a good time and yeah yeah, yeah. wonderful DJ yes a wonderful oh. DJ <laughs> I think a few of the men were happy to see her on stage she's very glamorous yes she is yeah so I think uh, you know we are we are a network we are an organic group of people who all rely upon each other and perhaps we don't love each other enough and yeah. respect each other enough you know that the supplier and the client kind of relationship between yachts and yards and yachts and marinas and yachts and 
boat builders. But that's um, when events like last yes, night are so exactly. good because it breaks those barriers. Barriers down yeah. and everybody gets together and we're all human at the end of and, the day. And Benetti were a major sponsor yes, last night, weren't Benetti they? Benetti have been a major sponsor of the Australian CPR Rendezvous for the second year in a row. Um, obviously, they've got really strong connections in Asia, in Hong Kong and Singapore, um, and increasingly, I guess because Australia is the fourth largest yacht-owning nation in the world, yes. um, they see opportunity here. And, and I gather they've just been refitting a Bonetti yacht here at Gold Coast City Marina. Yes, she is in the lineup of vessels, but unfortunately she's not publicly available um, for viewing because she is mid-refit. She's recently been sold by a private owner to a corporate owner, that's something that's perhaps okay. unique to Australia. Um, and she's going through a very significant refit. Yes. Um, yeah, so at the moment she's she's here and you can look at her on the exterior, but not on the interior. That's fine. That's 145 fine. foot. Yeah. yeah. And then you've got a couple of yachts here who are in the World Voyager lineup. Yes. For Boat International, right? We do. We have two vessels. Um, we have Silent World, which is 40 metres, and Beluga, which is... 30 odd meters and now I can't recall. Beluga's a, a Moonin, she's a beautiful, they're both explorer style vessels. They've both done some amazing itineraries on the east coast of Australia, which take in destinations, I guess, not usually considered, right? Everybody knows the Whitsundays, everybody knows the Great Barrier Reef. Um, but uh, Silent World went up into the Torres Straits oh. and some of the islands in the Torres Straits, particularly searching for um, wrecks of Australia's colonial past oh, wow. um, and found some that hadn't previously been found before so that was exciting and Beluga did this enormous thousands of nautical miles down the east coast of Australia but interestingly they went out beyond the Great Barrier Reef into the Coral Sea and to a place called Ken Reef which is also the site of many historical wrecks um, they collected uh, debris and rubbish which they um, great news Yes. yes, they thoughtfully removed from the vessel into appropriate places on the land for disposal. Um, they, and then they came back in through the reef into the Bunker Group, which is the southern islands of the Great Barrier Reef, and into a regional town called Gladstone. Like, it was enormous, and they took a group of uh, modern-day explorers on board. It, they're both really interesting um, I look, itineraries. I look forward to chatting to the captains. I think Marika yeah. is with one now. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now that's good. Yeah. And so how many bo boats or yachts rather do you have in the lineup here today? Do you know I haven't actually counted? <laughs> well it looks very <laughs> impressive. I think there's about very impressive. somewhere between 18 and 20. We had some last minute I entrants um, and most of the vessels are here for charter. Yep. Um, some of the vessels are here for sale and some are both here for, for charter and sale. But you know we've got Fraser Yachts have brought Ateo, which is a beautiful classic sailing yacht, and she's just gorgeous, right through to Surrey, who's mm -hmm. 63 metres, um, and, you know, that, that very iconic um, exploration yacht. But, yeah. yeah, we've got a lot, yes. a lot of different things today. Now, the whole setup here is super impressive. It's, oh. it's, really, it's really lovely. And I have to say, yourself and Bex and Trent, you've all been so warm and so hospitable. Well, and you know, we... We're, ever so grateful like Australians get used to the very long-haul flights and we accept that if we want to go to the industry we go to you and you know either in Asia or North America or Europe 
Um, so when you all come to us, we're eternally grateful that you took the flight and we didn't have to. <laughs> well, that's great. Well, anyway, thank you so much for having us, Claire. No it's problem. been, and I'm so impressed with what you've done here. It's been really wonderful. Thanks, Aaron. It's good to see you again. Yeah, likewise. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye.